Hey there, and welcome to Fan Theory Queries, where we analyze fan theories from all over the internet, but mostly Reddit. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And this is a portal mega theory is the name I've given it. Um, This is nine years old. So uh, there are some weird things like links that I couldn't click on because they had expired or whatever. But we're going to make do with what we got because it's still a theory that I love. Um, This is, which does not mean I think it's genius, plausible, unlikely, or stupid. Um, This is from user Ryuker920 on Reddit. And they say, oh, this is for the Portal video game series. I've read many, many threads about the origins of Chell and her possible relation to many characters, and I've come up with a theory of my own. For those that are not aware, Chell is the name of protagonist in the Portal series, which you are playing. Um, she never, like, you never really see her except for like in reflections and stuff. She doesn't actually have any lines or anything. But anyway, yeah, I believe that Chell was abandoned by her biological parents, Cave Johnson and Caroline, and adopted by the Rat Man, Doug Hopper. Oh, and Doug's on the moon. Stay with me here. I'll also I will explain who Doug is in a minute and who all these characters are. <laughs> oh, and uh, Doug's on the moon. <laughs> Michael, do you know who Cave Johnson is and Caroline? It's been years since okay. I've played the Portal games. Cave so Johnson I honestly don't remember the names of the characters. Character. So, well, let's, let's just kind of get a little a re- refresher. So Portal 1 is basically just a... This is a fun little game that you're doing. Portal 2 is like a real in-depth look into the mythos and the history behind not just the Portal series, but the entire, you know, uh, Half-Life, Black Mesa, Aperture Science, everything that's going on there. And But inside this facility where they're testing and doing the development of the Portal gun, the head guy there uh, back in the 70s and 80s, his name was Cave Johnson, and he was voiced by J.K. Simmons. And um, you hear his voice a lot of times because you do that thing where you like fall to the ground and you start going, you, you, you experience, you go through the set pieces that are like from back in the day. And yeah, when you're going through all of the old course that you fell down into the like basement or wherever it mm-hmm. was, and you're down there with GLaDOS trying to help mm-hmm. her get out at that point. And mm-hmm. we and also the potato. Yes. <laughs> which we also eventually, oh, yeah. which is. <laughs> A really awesome reveal. Come to learn that Cave Johnson, uh, I we assume Caroline is some form of love of his, uploads her consciousness into GLaDOS. Ah, okay. That's who GLaDOS is. Okay, so with all that, let's go on. First off, we should we should assume that Caroline is the biological mother of Chell, as evident as evidenced by the turret song and several of GLaDOS's lines toward the end. Not to mention that Chell literally means daughter. I don't know what songs we're talking about, but I'm just going to move on. Um, at, during the credits, mm-hmm. the turrets yeah. are playing and singing a song. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we get some better evidence. And it's an, it's different from Gladys's song. Okay. Secondly, we know that Chell was adopted. While in potato form, Glados says <laughs> in an aside to Chell, for the record, you are adopted and that's terrible. She has no reason to lie here. Earlier in the game, she also says, science has now validated your mother's decision to abandon you on a doorstep. She later says, if it makes you feel any better, they abandoned you at birth. Of course, referring to Chell's parents. 
All right. It is clear that Cave and Caroline had a very close relationship. For one thing, they are seen together in an oil painting. It is not ordinary for a man and woman to be painted that way unless they are married, related, or very close. Uh, I, I don't remember what her like role was at that at the company, but yeah, I mean, I felt like she was his assistant or something, and something then they like ended that. up falling yeah. in love. Mm-hmm. Cave Johnson is not a man that values human life, but he makes an exception for Caroline. He refers to her as the lovely and pretty and makes it clear that she should inherit his entire life project, Aperture Science, once he dies. It is very, very possible that he and Caroline had a typical 70s secretary-boss relationship and ended up creating Shell. Abandoning her is the only logical thing that Cave Caroline would have done in the situation. So we know that Caroline is Shell's mother, and it's plausible that Cave is her father, from the Aperture Science timeline, we know that GLaDOS was activated on the first Bring Your Daughter to Work Day. That means at this point, Cave was dead and Caroline was dead or put into GLaDOS at that time. Now hold all that thought for a second. First of all, this is really cool. I don't even remember this scene. It's been a while, but um, this is, she goes, we go through this uh, display of what are essentially science fair projects and this one particular example, because there are like seven or eight of these, but if this one particular example has the name Chell written in the bottom corner of it. Uh, and it was which, using a potato, which is where you yeah. get the potato to put GLaDOS into. Mm. Which, I mean, this is a very easily missable thing. You would have to actually be looking. Yeah, look how small that is in mm-hmm. that picture. <laughs> yeah, I definitely um, didn't catch that when I played yeah. through. And so having mentioned that picture, we also know that Shell was present on that day and at least old enough to create a potato battery. Her science project also gives credit to her father's work, implying that her father at the time worked for Aperture. Well, duh. And if it's there and it was for bring your daughter to work day, that's how Mm -hmm. it got there. This means that whoever Mm -hmm. Caroline Cave gave Shell to worked for Aperture. This is where the rat man, his name is Doug, comes into play. He is the only other known survivor of Gladys's awakening. He had previous knowledge of who Chell was as seen here. So there's like this comic series. Um, and here's Doug. Um, and so just so everyone knows, I had no idea this existed, but there's like some panels of the spreadsheet of people that are in the system and he finds Chell. Okay. So the point of showing this panel is that this guy is, has identified this name of the character Chell. He makes a comment about, well, she can't be a clone and then she can't be a twin. And so his last line on this panel says, it has to be her. Well, who is her? Well, this theorizer is saying that Doug is saying that Chell is this per- this daughter that he adopted. His name is right above hers on the list of test subjects. I find it hard to believe that Valve would include another Doug by coincidence. Shell's last name is also redacted, so someone has purposefully removed it from that file. This also indicates that Shell's mm-hmm. last name is a mystery created by Valve. If we weren't supposed to investigate her identity, why would they make a point of hiding her last name? He also goes back to the lab and risks his life to save Shell, even after she kills GLaDOS, claiming that it's my fault she's down there. This line could be several things. It could be simply that he put her name on the top of the list, or that he feels responsible for GLaDOS, or that he was the one who brought her to bring your daughter to work day. It's very possible that he is not the adoptive father, but I can't think of a better way to explain his obsession with Shell's safety and the knowledge of her potential. So where is he now? That's simple. He's on the moon. <laughs> um, he says, take a look at these mural, murals, all of which are found in the room where you first acquired the portal gun in Portal 2. So I haven't looked at any of these, but he just gives some examples of Doug 
and the portal gun and the moon, um, murals of the moon, phases of the moon, scribblings of the phases of the moon. Um, clearly he was obsessed with the moon and planned to escape Aperture Labs by going to it. It seems to be the focus of everything he draws, and he succeeded in his mission. In fact, he's alive. The achievement Final Transmission is unlocked when you bring a radio into a den, and it begins playing sounds similar to those in post-patch Portal 1. These files, sound files can be converted into images as discovered in the augmented reality game. Oh. Doug's, Doug's Final Transmission was a picture of him on the surface of the moon, looking at Earth with his faithful companion cube. Clearly, he's alive if he was able to send this message. Here's an interesting quote of Wheatley's regarding of Wheatley's regarding GLaDOS. Do you know who ended up taking her down? You won't believe this. A human. I know I wouldn't have believed it either. Apparently this human escaped and nobody's seen him since. So Wheatley has heard from this robot pals that a male human killed GLaDOS and escaped. Too long didn't read. This is my summary. Uh, Chell is the daughter of Cave and Caroline who put her up for adoption. An Aperture Science employee named Doug adopted her and is the reason she ended up there in testing. He now lives on the moon. <laughs> I thought that, I always thought when Wheatley, because I think that line from Wheatley, is that when you're mm. first waking up in I don't Portal re- 2? Maybe. Yeah. I thought that it was always referring to Chell. I thought Chell yeah. had killed GLaDOS. Uh, she did not. Uh, so I've got, because I have a little bit of a summary here. Because um, I, I looked at this portal synopsis timeline um, from the 2000s. In the Aperture Science Computer Aided Enrichment Center, Chell is awoken by GLaDOS, who makes her perform seemingly routine tests. However, this is for Portal 1. Chell soon learns that the Aperture employees are long dead or escaped, and that GLaDOS is seemingly the only being left in the decaying facility. As for much promise of cake at the test's conclusion, Chell is met with an incinerator, which she narrowly escapes and works her way through the maintenance areas despite GLaDOS's protest. Eventually, Shell finds GLaDOS's control room and manages to escape death by a neurotoxin by detaching the GLaDOS's personality course and partially destroying her as a result. Shell is forced to the surface by GLaDOS's explosion, only to be dragged away from freedom and back into the facility by the party escort bot. Unknown to Shell, however, GLaDOS is still alive. Doug Ratman, being the one of the last Aperture employees alive, witnesses GLaDOS's destruction. After the party escort bot drags Chell back into the facility, Ratman feels guilty for Chell's situation and re-enters the facility to help her. So a lot of that information comes from those comics that uh, were earlier referenced. Okay. I've never gotcha. read the... I haven't. I didn't even yeah, know that existed. Either. Okay. Yeah. Um, so as far as like Chell being the one to destroy GLaDOS, I mean, she, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I recall that now thinking that um, Chell was the I, one that d- destroyed her. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then that was just like a trick that, or mm-hmm. a mistake that Wheatley had made through the surveillance. Yeah. Because you, you watch her being dragged back through a surveillance camera. I thought it's not in the first person view, is it? I don't remember. Or maybe it is. I don't remember. It's uh, been yeah. so long since I've played Portal 1. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to Michael. Michael has played both of these. Um, Good but- job. We've all done it. Yeah, 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 we yeah. all did our yep. research. <laughs> And I remember, like, obviously with this one much more than the first one because there's such much more of a narrative here because of the success. They put much more into it because of the success of Portal 1. I remember really enjoying the story but never thinking about everything to this extent. Um, yeah. I never really thought about who Cho was, you know, who her parents were. Or I remember reading – I think I read this exact theory. Really? Uh, 
when we were playing through Portal 2. Yeah, for me, like like you, Spencer, this these games were more surface level for me. Mm. They were just the puzzle uh, elements. Just, for that's, you? That's yeah, so, yeah, so brilliant. Like, I never thought too deeply about the actual mm-hmm. story. I mean, the, the story was in, kind of interesting, and Glados mm-hmm. was hilarious, but <laughs> that was the extent of my really paying attention to the actual story. I played these games more for the actual puzzle aspect. Yeah. Um, and just a quick note, the reason why I think the moon is so significant is because that's what the goo or like, I think that's what the surfaces that you can shoot a portal into are painted with is like moon dust or something like that. Hmm. Um, all right. Hmm. I'm going to move on to the comments if that's all right with everybody. Sure. Yeah. Go okay. for it. Username 489 says, interesting theories. I missed most of the significance of this in my playthrough. It's interesting because, okay, so they talk about this, and I couldn't find the original picture in reference, so I had to find what someone posted as a filler. But we're supposed to look at this picture of GLaDOS, or Gladys, and apparently if you look at this part of her. So it's a top, mural on one of the test walls mm-hmm. of GLaDOS handing cake to Chell mm-hmm. and then pers- a robot holding a companion cube. Yeah. And this person has like outlined a face uh, in the upper part of GLaDOS. It's interesting because her eyes are closed as though she's sleeping, similar to Chell and Stace's portraits. Maybe it implies that Caroline is asleep inside GLaDOS. Probably not significant, but it's really pretty. Her eyelashes remind me of the makeup style in the US back in the 60s, which I don't know how you gather all that. I, I would love to see the original thing that they're referring to. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next is from Deleted. Cave can't be Chell's father. Chell was 12 years old at most when she made her potato experiment the day GLaDOS killed everyone in 1998. So she was born in 1986, not sooner. Caves certainly died between 1976 and 1980. Wrong. Um, so I found this on the timeline. 1987. This is the most recent date for the Aperture image format. At that time, it is maintained by Doug Ratman. So there's Doug. Sometime in this period, Cave Johnson dies of moon rock poisoning. It is unspecified when exactly it <laughs> happened. So he died in 87. So it's plausible, uh, according to the timeline, for Chell to be his father. Or for her to be Chell's father. Mm. Um, I don't for know. him to be Chell's father. Whatever I said. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. And so t- in response, Jack Firecracker says, Cave is in her father, but I'm pretty sure that Caroline is Chell's mother. In my opinion, the turret song and the fact that GLaDOS doesn't let Chell fly into space is evidence enough. But also in the end credits song, GLaDOS states that she was a lot like you. Maybe not quite as heavy. (laughs) (laughs) She She was a lot like you. Maybe not quite as heavy. (laughs) Uh, This may refer to Chell's 99th percentile tendency or tenacity. GLaDOS mentions during the Wheatley test that she had the mental capacity to push past the testing itch. Since this itch drove Wheatley absolutely insane, it's obvious that the capacity to withstand it is in the personality core. So this means that Caroline must have had a great amount of tenacity too. Hmm. All right. Hmm. A couple more. Just a few more things. Crusty Old Gamer says, I'll add another bit of speculation to the whole thing. I think GLaDOS may not just maybe not just Caroline, but Cave Johnson as well, simultaneously. 
Gladys's personality matches his much more closely than Caroline's, especially the defining compulsion to test, test, test for science. Cave was going to try to digitize hmm. himself before he died, and perhaps he was successful with Caroline merging with the resulting AI at a later date. In his final lemon speech, Embittered Cave exhibits the same kind of misanthropy that is Gladys's hallmark. Cave has a very dominant personality, and it becomes apparent by the end of the game that the GLaDOS con construct also has a dominant influence on whatever core is attached to it. Wheatley is corrupted by it, while Caroline gradually loses her cruel edge when separated from the construct. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. Mm, mm -hmm. yeah. But she is suppressed again when it reattached, just like she was suppressed by Johnson in life. Yes, Mr. John yes sir, Mr. Johnson, is all she ever says in the recordings we hear. Mm -hmm. and That's she's, interesting. And it's, I'm mm. pretty sure it's the same voice actress mm -hmm. for GLaDOS. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, final comment comes from SK Monkey Death Car. Another little line that could help your theory. I'm at work and quoting memory, but there is one part where Cave says something to the effect of, you're just like me. You make your own rules. He would have to know that Chell was going to attempt this in the future. It's a vague long shot, but worth mentioning. And then in response, uh, user TWW2 says, I actually thought this line seemed somewhat odd as well. Why would there be a pre-recorded message that would only play when the test subject used their own entrance to a test chamber? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So again, uh, a refresher is that Chell's the daughter of Kevin Caroline who put her up for adoption. Doug <laughs> adopted her. And he lives on the moon now. <laughs> and just left <laughs> Chell there? Yeah. That's so weird. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a couple of like, there's some more comics that might explain a little bit more timeline-wise what, what point he leaves. Like he helps her, I think, in Portal 2 somehow. I don't know. Like there's there's more to it than that, but I didn't want to get into all of that with this and just go off the surface level kind of thing. Okay. Um, so I think now would probably be a good time. We could probably be ready to rate this. Uh, does that sound good? Y'all sound good? Yeah, it works for me. All right. I'm curious yeah. though, Laura, what would you do with the portal gun? Mm. I would use it to make delicious tacos. Wait, how would that help? I would make a portal to my favorite taco restaurant so I could go and take tacos before anyone noticed. Thief. No, taco thief. Two different things. Good point. I'll allow it. Can we take a break now? I really want some tacos. Mm -hmm. Sure. And be thinking about the same question, Michael. I'm going to get your answer after the break. And we're back. Michael, what would you do with a portal gun? Uh, I would, I would use it to make it easier for humanitarian groups to get clean water and nourishment to all of the impoverished nations around the world. You would. What yeah. about you, Spencer? I would make a portal from my house to your house so I could come right behind you and whisper in your ear, will you please explain our theory rating scale for the listeners? You can do that without a portal gun. Yes. And I can do it with a portal gun too. Right. Um, okay, here, here I go now. The highest rating that we have is genius. This is reserved for only the best theories, which we believe are better than the actual canon. 
The next step down is plausible. It's a good theory. It's believable. Unlikely is next. It's not a terrible theory, but pretty unlikely, as the name suggests. And then the last thing is preposterous. These are the theories that are just stupid. Basically, we're all dumber for having listened to them. I could go to Michael's house, shoot it, come back here. Then and come shoot. back here and shoot the other portal. You better make <laughs> yes. sure you remember which color you shot. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it when that happens. Because <laughs> 90% of the time it's the wrong color. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. What are we thinking? Who wants to, anybody want to jump in and go first and rate this theory? I'll do it. Um, okay. So unfortunately, OP, you got smacked down by somebody knowing how old Chell is. No, but that's that's the point. <laughs> I, how I, old Chell was when, what, what are you saying, Spencer? No, that was contradicted because that's what I point out from the timeline from that he didn't die till 87. Ah, from moon rock poisoning, right? Moon yes. dust poisoning? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rock, you're sucking on rocks. Rock poisoning. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. All right. So if that was, if that was proven, then I like the. I. I, I definitely. I like this. I think this is a genius idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's super twisted, and Cave definitely was twisted mm-hmm. and blinded by science. Mm-hmm. And I think Caroline <laughs> was just so devoted to him and just devoid of any other kind of like human affection or maternal affection that she would definitely give up their kid for adoption. And then some weirdo would definitely be like, I'm going to put their own kid in their science mm-hmm. testing facility. <laughs> and, uh, especially if your name's Ratman. Yeah. <laughs> Ratman. Just asking to be a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Doug Ratman. <laughs> uh, so yes, I give this genius. Cool. Michael, what about you? I don't know. I've been, Riding the line between two different ratings on this the whole time, mm-hmm. going back and forth. And I don't know. I think in the end, I'm also going to have to go genius. Mm-hmm. There's just too much that makes sense to me. Yeah. And I I like, like you said, Laura, I, I just think it's a fun theory. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun idea. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a genius. Cool. Uh, I'm going to give it genius as well. I would love to play through this again with mm. this headcanon now and just yeah. see what that how that changes my uh, perception of the story and events. I think some of the points brought up in the comments and the theory self aren't necessary. Um, like the fact that yeah. GLaDOS somehow looks like Caroline. I don't – just whatever. I think just – I think one of the good points is making the connection between – Cave's tenacity and Shell's tenacity and how like, you know, he would know that his daughter or whatever would be the only person essentially to be able to make it through all of this stuff and be the one to, to conquer. And so, um, you know, that explains right. the recording and that kind of thing. And I, yeah, I think it's great. So I'm going to get, get my portal gun charged up mm-hmm. in here and, I'm going to do another playthrough of this just because I love the game so much. And now with this in my head, I'm going to enjoy it that much more. Well, um, that's cool. Uh, It's almost, why why am I sucking with this transition lately? It's almost time to bring this episode to a close. But before we do, I just wanted to share this detail I found on Reddit. 
We just talked about events that took place in the past. So that made me think of this reference shared by Reddit user UCCZNen. In one room in 1984, Steve is amazed by an escalator, despite them being commonly used in stores by the time he died in 1918. This is a reference to how bad the script is. Oh. <laughs> it's true. They were invented in the late 1800s. I looked it up. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, oh, what's funny man. is like because when they posted this there's a screenshot of that scene he's just like this big like all this goofy grin that he's in awe of like oh what it's a moving staircase that had been around <laughs> for almost two decades by the time he died <laughs> yeah. Dang. how dumb did, does Warner Brothers think that we are I mean, apparently pretty dumb because the last two decades have been filled with dumb so maybe oh, not two yeah. decades um, but close to it. It's not completely filled because of the Batman. It's great. Cool. Yeah. Well, everybody have a great Friday <laughs> on that note. Yes. <laughs> uplifting positive note. Get you some have tacos. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. Get some tacos. Yeah, use I'm a portal gun or right don't. Now. That's up mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> Michael, uh, will you use your portal gun to bring me some tacos? Absolutely. Just send me your order. We need some elote with that too. And oh, this uh, 100%. Is- <laughs> no question. This has been Fan yeah. Theory Queries. I'm Laura. I'm Michael. And I'm Spencer. And I haven't planned the next episode, so I'm just going to give a generic conclusion. Subscribe to Fan Theory Queries so you don't miss out on many more fascinating fan theories. Fan Theory Queries is part of the Airwave Media Podcast Network. Visit airwavemedia.com to listen and subscribe to their other fine shows like The Unbiased Science Podcast. The Sit Down, a Mafia History Podcast, and I Know What Scares You.